0: Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Garrett Jacobsmeyer and Alex Jefferson. It's been a long time since Alex has <laughs> been on the podcast. I'm
1: back. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm Garrett. Yep. <laughs> um, I got my I got my In the Dugout shirt on, just for you video watchers.
0: Joey is um on okay. his way to Ireland. He is. Yeah. So, you may not hear from him for a while. Unless, do, he, call, unless, unless he calls he spawned, in. He could call in. He could call in. <laughs> he so, might call anyways, we have a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff's been going on. Um, Mookie Betts actually got traded. Our last episode was about the deal that didn't actually happen. So, now we're doing an episode about the deal that did happen. Mookie Betts, David Price, 2LA for Alex Verdugo, prospect Jeter Downs, and prospect Connor
1: Wong. Is Cheyenne Bloom a dummy for not being able to do medical reviews or... Do Heimblum little, is not a doctor. Do a little research on the guy? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I, I was hearing a lot of people a little angry about that. What, Especially what is, about your, Alex what is your hot take, my friend?
0: He's, a, he's not a good person. Alex Verdugo has a pretty bad background, but we won't get into We're that. Just, yeah.
1: This <laughs> is Boston. Um, Who do you think we are, man? This is This is
2: better Morals? than the previous one. I agree. I to think, think be it's honest. a better deal.
0: Um, I mean, we don't get pitching. Brewster Gretterall is kind of nasty. Yeah, like but if, he, he, if he can't pitch, though. Well, the problem with him was his durability or like his stamina because he's two hundred sixty-five yeah, pounds. He's chonky Dick but he can throw a hundred one miles an hour you say with
1: stamina. Like in what yeah. way? Like
0: gets like... tired because he's fat. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but he throws a hundred miles an hour with nasty break.
1: Mass equals gas.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, Pablo Sandoval knows all about that exactly. So it hurts not getting him, especially because we really need pitching, but Jeter Downs is a good, good, good prospect.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know where we'll put him in our good infield, like with
0: Chavis and Bogart's endeavors, but... To me, he's the second baseman of the future. So where do you think we put Chavis then? Chavis, I think, is going to kind of take on a utility role. I think it's very likely he ends up trying some time in left field. I think that could make sense. Um, I don't know how well that will go, but he's an athletic dude. I, I would, I would he's say a little chunky though. Would, I would put him in right, to I be wonder honest, what his just because I, I would trust
2: Benny more to play the wall. Um, I don't know.
0: what's Well, it all depends, too, if JBJ gets traded, because if <sighs> JBJ gets traded, then we have a hole in the outfield. Um, we, we'll have stuff to talk about that. We don't want to jump the gun. But, so, um,
2: I mean, Verdugo, another... Plug and play in the outfield. I mean, yeah, he,
0: Verdugo has a lot of potential. He's not in Mookie Betts, but he's, I like him a he's lot. Pretty
2: good. He hit like almost 300 in the majors last year. Which 294.
0: Yeah, pretty impressive for a rookie.
1: He's a big dude. See some of that power, I hope.
0: He's a similar player to Andrew Benintendi. I think both left-handed outfielders who hit for average that can also have some pop. So
1: I think
2: he has a little bit more pop than Benintendi, though, just based off of what I've seen.
1: Not much more, though. His home runs were a little lower than I would have liked.
0: I mean, he only played on like 100 games, so. True. Sure. I think Benatendi's gonna break out this year. I think I've said that in the last episode. Um I hope so. We're he's we're kinda, kinda
1: We need two. him to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um yeah, Verdugo, very good player, lots of potential. We talked about him in the last podcast. New guys that are in the new deal. Jeter Downs. So he's the forty fourth ranked prospect in the MLB. Bruce D'Argreteral was number eighty three, so it's definitely an improvement from that in terms of prospect ranking. Um he's an infielder. He he can hit for average. He can hit for power. He's fast, and he can steal bases. Yeah,
1: the stealing bases was impressive. That's a nice thing to have. Yeah, because we
2: really don't without Mookie Betts, we don't have a ton of guys that can fly on the base paths. I mean, Mm -hmm. Benintendi's pretty quick, but he's not going to steal 30, 40 bases in a year. And I mean, this guy seems like he has the potential to do that, possibly.
0: Yeah, he's an all-around player, pretty much. I mean, like I said, power, speed, average. He can field. Yeah. And when you slide him into that second base spot, it makes his fielding even more effective because obviously second base is a easier position to play than shortstop. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's obviously, like, Xander Bogarts is our shortstop. He's not going to be playing shortstop for the Red Sox. Yeah. Jeter Downs is going to be at second base. Yeah. So they, I've seen a lot of beat reporters and people in baseball say that Jeter Downs will be the replacement for Dustin Majoria.
1: They seem comparable in, you know, play style. Yeah, like I that. mean, I guess... Only thing
0: I don't like about him is his name is Jeter. Yeah, and that bothers me. That bothers me a little bit. I probably shouldn't, but whatever. And then the other guy we got, Connor Wong, catcher. He's a very athletic catcher. He can also play infield, second base, and third base, apparently. Um, he's still. He reminds me a lot of Blake Swihart. Blake Swihart as a prospect before we ruined him. Hopefully we don't ruin Connor Wong's career. <laughs> um, very similar players. He can hit for average. He batted 280-something last year, and he can hit for power. He had like 20-something homers. So he is a great offensive catcher, which is hard to find. Yeah, he's I an think... athletic catcher. He's quick and agile behind the plate, which is hard to find. So I think he is a great addition, especially with the lack of catching depth we have in the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree with that. It's Christian Vasquez, and then that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, like we we
1: got someone though, didn't we?
0: Kevin uh, Pulawski, but he's nothing special. Yeah,
2: okay. and I mean, especially like he played in Double A last year, so that you probably think maybe timetable get him up here by twenty twenty one at the latest. That's good to have balance. I mean, the only thing that concerns me about him is I'm not sure he can throw runners out consistently, which is something we're going to miss from Sandy potentially, just because I don't know how good he is defensively. but if He's, he's still kind of
0: learning the position, but uh, whatever. <laughs> we I mean, have Vasquez. If, Vasquez if, is our starting catcher. If he can play third base and throw across the diamond, then he
2: should be able to throw guys out. Like.
1: Every team needs prospects, just guys to work other guys in, make yeah. a team, you know, maybe trade pieces, maybe developmental pieces. He's the kind of guy that I, you know, see as exactly that.
0: And that's one of the biggest reasons why we did this Mookie trade is to build mm-hmm. and plan for the future. Jeter Downs is future starting second baseman. Connor Wong has plenty of potential to be a future starting catcher. And Alex Verdugo is already a starting outfielder with plenty of potential for the future to be a perennial all star. So that's that's the biggest thing with this trade. And it cleared it, a lot of money off the capital. And that's, the, that's the other part of it, too, is we were like we had a really high payroll that we couldn't sustain over a long period of time. I know fans are always like, it's the third richest ownership in all of sports. They should just be able to have all this money. But money isn't unlimited. Money doesn't grow on trees. At some point, you have to get under the luxury tax to reset all the penalties. Because the way that it works is the longer you're over that luxury tax, the more and more penalties that you get. We can't keep losing draft picks when we're trying to plan for the future. We can't keep paying these these penalties of money when we're trying to sign players. So it it's a good move to get under it's the correct move to get under that luxury tax and that's one of the biggest reasons why I like this trade.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good trade. I think if we hadn't give if we had gotten a pitching prospect, like even like a low rank like Class A or Double A kind of guy, I think that would have probably made it a, like a a good even trade for both teams, but I think this is still better than what we were going to get with the twins and Dodgers like three-way trade.
1: My more optimistic feeling about this is based not off of necessarily giving away Mookie Betts, but based off of this is better than how I was feeling a week ago based on what we were in return. So it's better. It's nicer. I feel much more hopeful about it. Um, I'm still kind of sad and I still disagree with it a lot of time, but you got to get something back and I understand why they did it. I, you know, that's business, I guess.
0: And if you're not happy with the return, you got to keep in mind the money part of it too, because mm-hmm. that money can buy great players. It can sign guys like Rafael Devers long term. So that money is almost just as important as getting prospects.
2: I mean, we we have a lot of our guys that we want on the team under contract for a while. Like I know JD has a player option.
0: I don't think he's going to take the player option. I don't think so, too. I, I was to, so. His totally His best out. friend's out in LA. The Red Sox are, like, kind of rebuilding. Yeah, I think he's, he's out of here. But, um, like Chris said, we have locked up for three years. Bogarts, Benintendi, we just signed him to an extension. Let's talk about Benintendi for a second. We signed him to a two-year, $10 million deal. Kind of flew under the radar with all the Mookie news. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a two reveal. years isn't much. It's getting him through arbitration or whatever it is. I don't even know. But, it's good. Five million dollars a year for Benintendi. Ten, bad at all. Ten no, is a great price. No, yeah, that's a really good it. price. Like I, mean, I think that's kind of a bet on it contract for Benintendi. Like he has
2: to prove that he's worth that upper echelon of money, like the t- the tens and the fifteens. And I mean, he's a good defender, he hits for average, he's a good leadoff guy. Now
0: and, we just need to extend Devers. Yeah. I mean And sign Brock Holt. Please mm-hmm. sign Brock Holt. If you trade Mookie away, please bring me back Brock Holt. I need Brock. He's still <laughs> out there. It's February, he's still out there do it make it happen
2: yeah i mean i don't see why you wouldn't want brock holt he's a really good utility
0: player
1: he's 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 the guy you need you're dealing with players with injuries you're dealing with a very shallow at a lot of positions you know you have a solid infield but someone gets hurt and we don't have a lot of security of who pops up uh he's a good guy to have in every situation yeah and
2: he has major league experience which a lot of the guys on the roster don't have exactly
1: you traded away your franchise player,
0: face of your franchise, Mookie Betts, everybody loves him, fan favorite. Kids in Boston have posters of Mookie on their wall. You trade him away. How do you kind of rebuild some of the trust with the fan base? Sign the other fan favorite player, Brock Holt. Everybody loves Brock. Anybody post anything Red Sox related on Twitter, any of the beat writers, all the comments are, okay, sign Brock. Where's Brock? Now Brock. Brock Holt. Everybody wants Brock here. Just make it happen. Make the fan base happy. That's... We can live with Mookie Betts being gone. We understand why the trade happened. Just give us Brock Holt, please. Give us something. He's affordable. He's a great player. He can fill the gaps anywhere. He's a great defender. on the field, and he is a great clubhouse guy. He's a glue guy. He's a great personality. He makes everybody around him better. That's the kind of guy you want in your team.
1: They like him. I, we like I don't him. Know. We like Brock Holt. Yeah. Give him to me.
0: Yeah. I keep looking at this Mookie Betts trade and feeling like if we can re-sign Mookie Betts in the offseason next year, this would be the greatest move in sports history.
1: I I don't see that. It's
0: we, happening. Tra- we trade it's we it's trade Mookie. We trade Mookie to get money happen? to keep Mookie. How is that going to happen? Genius. It's, how does that happen? Tim Bloom is the smartest man alive. I fully believe that. <laughs> relax, relax. Relax. Um, the guy didn't like He went to Yale. Oh, man. No. Better than Duke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um i i don't think Mookie's coming back i don't want to burst your bubble but watching the incredibly
0: depressing press conference of mookie betts and david price being introduced in la mookie betts looked sad david price was smiling being like oh, i love to be here I'm happy to be there. mookie betts was like sad like yeah i'm just doing the same thing i went here to play baseball i came here to play baseball he loves boston he was commenting on posts he told jbj i'll see you soon I, I can see him coming <laughs> back to Boston. He loves free Boston. agency
2: where JBJ will stay for the rest of his career? Is that what he means? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, we freed up the money. We got rid of half of David Price's contract.
1: Still bitter about it. but
0: We can get Mookie Betts. Probably. And when Mookie, like I said this last episode, when Mookie Betts gets out to the free market, he's not going to be able to get the $420 million for 12 years like he asked for. Like Teams are not going to be willing to give him that. We'll see how
1: he does this year anyway. I mean, there's... You're betting on players he had a little bit of a down year last year uh up to new, his, new his previous standard you have a new system you have a team that you're, you know is as has been consistently good and you're putting in a good player but when you have a team that you know the dodgers have been working and you know it sometimes when you shove another puzzle piece in there it doesn't always work as well as you would expect we'll see i well, guess and i'm in,
0: still in denial and just planning on him coming back for my own sanity
1: <laughs> i understand that yeah i got you <laughs>
0: um Red Sox have a manager? They do. They do. Ron Reneky. Question.
1: Yeah. Is is he going to be suspended? Um is that a possibility?
0: No. Well, it's a possibility but not likely at all.
1: It seems very the interesting to me, me that, that they The MLB Has to
0: hurry up with this. Get it over with. It's going into
1: spring training they said. It's
0: ridiculous. It. Just wrap it up, please. It's you're going throwing into all spring these spring training. With They're all these rumors coming around, days. you're dragging these players and coaches names through the mud. It's ridiculous. Wrap it up, please. But they one thing that did it's, come out is that the Red Sox punishments will be light. So Oh
2: that's that's well,
0: really well, good. What does
1: that mean? What, I, I
0: mean they're not gonna suspend Dombrowski. They're not gonna do anything for Reneke. Um I don't think Reneke was really even involved. And what the Red Sox did, we've said this. What they did is nothing more than what most teams do. Doesn't even compare to what the Astros did. So their punishment should hope, be light.
1: We hope. I, I guess I I <laughs> this drama is some the most interesting thing to happen to the MLB in a very this long time.
0: MLB off season was by far one of my least favorite off seasons ever. With the whole oh. sign stealing thing coming out, with the whole Mookie Betts trade rumors constantly lingering, I hated it. <laughs> um,
1: I, it's what the kids want. They love watching videos. The kids of- want <laughs> sign stealing. No, scandals. The, the kids want the kids want drama on Instagram and drama on Twitter. Guys like me, we yeah. care about the real sport here. The kids are all over Twitter. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. I'm not even on Twitter.
2: <laughs> one one of the interesting things I thought about this, like the
0: naming Renicky as the manager, was they only named him interim. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think that specific interim title is just until the investigation's that's over. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I think it was even reported like that's what it is. Is they're just going to have him with that title until the investigation's out and they can be all certain, and then give it full time to him. Or the other fan theory is Alex Cora is coming back in 2021. Joey <laughs> believes gonna, that. What are they going to do to
1: Alex Corr? What honestly, How are really they going to suspend him? He doesn't have a job. They're going to keep him out of the MLB for, I, I was thinking, like, keep him out like eight years. <laughs> I, I don't know. All this stuff about how he was the guy that did it all. He was the, like, See, personally well, orchestrated this whole thing. It seemed crazy to me. And now everything is kind of simmered down.
0: Well, new reports came out. The MLB did a terrible job in the investigation. They missed a lot of stuff. They had a lot of rumors come out. Anyways, Wall Street Journal investigated or looked into it, and they found out that Astros' front office came up with this idea in 2016 before Alex Cora even got there. Operation Codebreaker, developed by the front office, <laughs> oh my GM God. Jeff Lunau. GM Jeff Lunau went out there and said he was completely innocent, had no part in it, kept blaming Alex Cora and throwing him under the bus, When Luna was the guy who basically started it, he came up with Codebreaker. This was a front office organizational thing. That's where it originated. So Alex Cora isn't the whole big mastermind behind this. Organization pushed for more efficiency with their science dealing,
1: which led to Alex Cora being like, hey, let's bang on some barrels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You see the thing that uh, Alex Cora and... So Alex Cora, when he's with the Red Sox, along with... Was it it uh, Boone? Of the, Aaron of, the Yankee, of the Yankees yeah they warned the Nationals about the sign ceiling or what was that story not the Nationals it wouldn't have been but it was something about that let me I can find it
0: I forget what team I'm it was, talking about but my butt but, that, but I'm gonna yeah. find it
1: keep going keep going I'm gonna find it don't worry
0: so to me Alex Cora isn't
1: as guilty as we originally thought so he's a I mean, good we manager guessed. they're all rumors we have no idea But then again, this whole thing's built on rumors. So we think he's horrible, built on rumors. We think he's not that horrible, built on rumors. What's true? I have no idea. Yeah, nobody really knows anymore. All right, here's a story. Um, What would you find? So the Washington Nationals... uh, uh Sox manager Alex Cora, who's the Astros bench coach reached out to a good friend and the Nationals manager oh, Dave, Dave Martinez, Martinez yeah, I saw that ahead of Washington's matchup but with Houston but here's the interesting thing a number of Los Angeles Dodgers players reportedly told Nationals Nationals infielder Brian Dozier who played with LA the year before yeah yeah uh, about the sign ceiling so that's cool
0: this whole thing <laughs> is an absolute mess so the
1: Dodgers knew the, the players of the Dodgers knew Yet, it's very interesting like, to me that they um all these people knew, but they would rather not say it. Why would you, as a player, well, because not you, say until like, until you obviously when you're playing the other team, like the Red Sox did, right? Like they they, you know, reached out to the Astros and they knew or something something like that. Like we had advanced warning, we knew what was going on, obviously, because of Cora. They They keep it in their own team until they play the Astros. You know, and they don't tell anyone else. Everybody. so crazy to me.
0: Alex Cora was talking about, I think it was in the London series, when it was Red Sox, Yankees. He was talking about, there was like this video clip of him winking and talking about Carlos Beltran and saying how the Yankees were um, like doing like these minor things. I I forget exactly how he worded it, but he was basically hinting towards the Yankees were stealing signs better than the Red Sox. And he was winking at how Carlos Beltran had a big part of that. Everybody knew.
1: It's insane. Players
0: I, knew. This has been going on for so many years. It just all exploded at this one time. And the investigation, all these reports brought out all these rumors and all these hypothetical situations. And these, It's a whole mess, and I, I hate it.
1: I'd say it's very comparable, and I understand in a different moral way, maybe you can make the argument. It's very comparable to the whole thing about steroids with baseball and the whole thing about when players just love to cork their bats and how everyone knew what was going on But no one cared enough because your team was doing it and the other team was doing it, and then your even playing grounds doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the league thinks. It doesn't matter what the fans think. You know, it's guy on guy. Just if your your best is gonna do it, then my best hitter better do it, and we'll catch up to each other so it's fair. It's just it's not right. It's ruining the sport, and it it
2: frustrates me personally that this seems to happen the most in the MLB. Like you don't see this kind of stuff necessarily happening in basketball or in football. But
1: not to the same degree at all. No.
2: And it's like, it's ridiculous. Like I, I don't understand why the MLB is not like, like taking this more seriously, like as a, like making sure that teams aren't stealing signs and focusing on the fact that they're, it's pretty obvious. Like how are they missing this and just
1: letting it go? Like, well, what are they going to do? It's because a base, it's, it's a money driven it's a money driven sport. You have to these teams have money. There's only so much the MLB can do to police how much money these guys are going to spend and what they're going to spend it on. You can take away draft picks, you can lose prospect anything no, you can. Know, but like, you can still buy JD Martinez in free agency and you can still trade for with cash in these salary dump deals for anyone you want in the league. There's only so much the MLB can do. I understand that, but like when you look at someone like something like with football, like if someone like
2: did something wrong in football, they'd get suspended for a game or something. Like, I don't understand. Like,
0: so you're gonna suspend the whole Astros team?
2: No, but like, I'm saying like Altuve, the whole buzzer thing. He definitely deserves to be suspended. Well, the players if, the, if union won't
1: true, let that happen. If that's true, I don't, I don't know if it's true. The Yankees manager came out and said it wasn't true today. The players union I would, had <laughs> a deal with the MLB sad. where
0: all the players have immunity if they're honest in there. Interviews and
1: investigations. I think the players' union is very strong in baseball compared to other sports. I know yeah. the NFL; yeah. it's not as strong, and they're gonna have a lockout. The NFL is gonna have a lockout these upcoming years. What is it? Twenty twenty? It's it's soon. It's really soon. But the MLB has this situation where that you know the players' union was able. They have what they want with contracts. They have what they want with a lot of stuff with the players, which is good. But you know when you have stuff like this, when you have two parties arguing who both want good for players and both want good for teams. It's uh, it's tough. You get in these situations where you don't know who's right, you don't know who's wrong. It's and the MLB is in a very tough situation as an organization. What are they? What are they gonna do? I I don't know. Suspend people that you think will make the fans happy. You know, almost like suspend people just to get someone suspended, even if they didn't do it all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want Rob Manfred to be the guy leading the charge, but we'll get to that. Yeah, later. I, I I just <laughs>
1: feel like the MLB, all they're doing is kind
2: of giving. I feel I'm worried that they're just gonna yes, give yes. the like, all the teams, like, a slap on the wrist, like, be like, there's not taking away, like, your it's money. It's a tough or situation. Something. There's like, not
0: much they can do.
2: I know, but I don't, especially, like, how with how obvious the Astros were and, like, the way they went about it. I feel like there should be at least a little bit of a punishment.
0: Well, there was. No, I know, but they fired one of the best baseball executives in the game of baseball. And one of the best managers in the game of baseball, and suspended them both for a year, and fined them a lot of money, and took away first and second round draft picks for two years. I don't know. I just I don't see how like
2: like if they do that to the Red Sox, like what are we doing? Like
0: they're not the Red Sox punishments like because they did something completely different. This is an Astros thing, but it's gonna be interesting storyline in the MLB this year to see just what happens with this. Mm-hmm. If we pick up on anything. Um, fans are going to be watching for sign stealing now. Now that they know this is a big thing, I think. Yeah, those videos that went out are awesome. Um, I Where they many, highlight every they're, single. They're bang. great.
1: <laughs> they're great. People are people are amazing at this stuff.
2: No, you know when we're going to a Red Sox game, we're going to be like banging on something. Yeah, right? Oh, for sure, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah. As you as you do your scorecard, and we lose because every time we go Shut to a up. game and you do your scorecard, we lose. <laughs> Jason and I will be Jason will be booing, and I'll be whacking <laughs> something. It'll be perfect. Hey, 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 a hey, boo. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I didn't get to do that last you weren't week. Here. I was, I was yeah. really jealous.
1: I don't know. My my dad doesn't want to boo the Red Sox at all. He doesn't I care. I don't want he to boo loves, them either. I don't want to boo me either. It's just I, I was very angry yesterday, last time. Yeah. yeah, Yesterday, last week. My dad's so happy Price is gone. He's like the only other baseball. You two, Joey, and my dad are the only people I can talk to. He he hates Price. It's crazy. I mean, like yeah. Less is more theory, in. I guess. Price is
0: a hateable person.
1: Well, I don't know. <laughs> Whole, we also are Cowboys fans where we have toxic people in the locker room all the time, so getting rid yeah. of them helps. Price, yeah, I fair. guess, is the well, same principle. Like,
2: the whole Fortnite thing was ridiculous with Price. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> don't yeah. you, like, I remember that. Like, I forgot. <laughs> whenever I think of David Price, I think about that, and I'm just... Yeah, just I
1: remember that. Me he off. was way
0: too happy in his press conference in LA today. Way too happy. He smiled more in that press conference than he probably did in Boston. Ever. Probably
1: because like, Ninja lives in LA or something. <laughs> Do you think he's um, going to
2: dye his hair blue?
0: Oh God! Dye <laughs> <laughs> his beard blue. Oh yes. To bring this back to what we started this on, Ron Renicki. Red Sox have a new manager, Ron Renike, um, former bench coach. I think this is the only correct hire. Jason Veritek wasn't willing to do it, so at that point, this is the only correct hire. Renicki knows this team. He knows the players. The players like him. He he like kind of acted as Alex Cora's mentor, then almost became like his student. Not in the sign stealing way um but they're they're similar he can continue where alex core left off and take this team in a good direction he knows the team when you're this close to spring training without a manager you have to do you have to hire someone inside the organization who knows what they're doing and knows the organization
1: and who who was the manager from that time on anyway since alex core was gone who was who would the players point to as the manager I guess it, in theory it goes right to him, right? You so. can't
0: bring in someone out from the outside at that
2: no, point. Not this early, can't, for no, sure. Can't. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think anybody would necessarily want to come into the situation either. It's kind of a mess, but I think he'll do a good job. I'm pretty confident in his ability to be a good yeah. leader in the clubhouse.
0: He's so you, a good manager. He knows what he's doing. He, when he was with the Brewers. He led them to the NLCS with 96 wins, I think. Um, he's experienced, which is the biggest thing. He knows the game of baseball. He knows how to manage it and he's already like in his press conferences so far in spring training he's saying stuff i like to hear Mm -hmm. which is good he's he sounds like he has a plan he knows what he's doing he's confident and he's good with the media kind of like alex Cora was he's confident when he's talking about his decisions and whatever and he's comfortable so okay i think he'll do just fine
2: so hear me out on this one right oh boy so 2004 first year terry francona (laughs) world series championship Twenty thirteen, John Farrell, first year title. Oh
1: God help us.
2: Twenty eighteen, Alex Cora, <laughs> first year title. I'm just saying, like <laughs> we could just keep the streak going, <laughs> like So so Jason's face pulling really hard right now. <laughs> uh, okay, never mind.
1: There's a chance, you know. Didn't we go worst first two of those years? I know thirteen we did.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: What about four? No, 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 we no we we were, were, we we were really good in 2003, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were um, um
0: we're so we were third last year. So, how do you go third to first? That doesn't sound as cool.
1: It doesn't at all. So,
0: where do you go from third? <laughs> I don't know. Third to third? Well, can't we can't be worse can, than the we, Orioles. We, we, right? Yeah, we can't
1: be worse than the Orioles or the Blue Jays. We're guaranteed so. <laughs> we could be worse than the Blue Jays. We'll just be worse than the Blue Jays. I don't think we will, but we could. It, be. it won't happen, but it definitely is in the realm of possibility. I want to say
0: one thing. This is my soapbox moment. <clears throat> the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts And David Price They traded the face of their franchise And a former Cy Young winner Third best pitcher on the team But it's not the end of the Red Sox We've been passionate in the moment Talking about how Oh no we're going to be This is the end of the Red Sox We're going to be terrible forever But this move has one specific purpose And that's to not stop being good It's to be good for the future It's to be good for a long time And to continue being What everybody sees the Boston Red Sox as a dynasty that is constantly good year in and year out. That's what Heim Bloom said in the press conference. They want to be competitive year in and year out. We have prospects, we have money, and we're going to be back. This year, 2020, isn't a throwaway year. We can still make a wild card. We can still, I don't think we're going to make a run for the division, but we can still make a run at a wild card. We can still make it into the postseason, and we still have a talented group of players.
2: No, we have a very talented. Team Rafael
0: like. Devers, Andrew Benatendi, JD Martinez, Xander Bogart, Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Sale—who is healthy—we have a great group of talent. Yes, we lost Mookie Betts, but we can still be good, and that's what Matt Barnes says. We still have a great group of talent around us. I mean, don't this f- is not the end of the Boston Red Sox.
1: What is it that made you switch from last week when you were less confident? Is it more confidence in the pitching, or because the you know sales the you know, the new manager said that the pitchers were going to pitch what what is what does that change for you?
0: Now that we're now that spring trainings starting and now that we actually have a manager, it's easier to see this team as a whole and easier to see how it can be better. Last year, one of our biggest problems was pitchers didn't get enough time in spring training and they weren't ready going into the season. That really really hurt us because de- the derailed bad. our season. It had a domino effect because the starters were bad, which led to the bullpen being bad because they had to be overworked. But now, Renicky said that every starter is going to get around six starts in spring training, which is so huge. Last season, Chris Sale had two, Erod had four, Price had two, Porcello had three, and Evaldi had two.
2: Notice how the one with the most starts did the best.
0: Yeah. I think
2: there's a pretty strong correlation
0: there. Spring tree for a
2: reason. Even though causation does not equal or correlation does not equal causation. You almost messed true. it
1: up and I would have made fun of you, but you got yeah. it back.
2: Um I there there's a pretty strong correlation there, I think. Um Correlation
1: does not equal causation.
0: There you go. <laughs> That's um,
2: so good. I love that. Also, I mean I know Mookie Betts was a big part of getting us to the World Series in twenty eighteen but he didn't do a whole lot in the playoffs. Like, I mean, we were carried by some veterans and like, we
1: need guys to step up And the position that our team is in right now is we don't have, we don't have a lot of 100%. I'm totally confident in these guys. Um, we have, we have enough, but we need guys to step up. And in the world series, when we won, we had guys step up and I think we have the potential. We have guys like Ben attendee. We have guys like, I can even count sale, step up and, pitch better you know we have guys that have the potential to do so just like when we won the world series guys like you know pierce like guys like moreland step step up we have the chance um i'm not overly confident in our bullpen i'm not overly confident in our starting pitchers either health wise um and i'm depressed about mookie but we have potential we do that's what we got
0: and you were asking what made me switch opinions here i still don't think that the red sox like i can't say that the red sox are definitely going to be a 91 team I don't think they're going to hit in 90 wins. I don't think they have any shot at the division. I don't think they really have a legitimate shot at the World Series. But I think they have a good shot to surprise people. They have low expectations, and when you have low expectations, it's easy to exceed those expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a very real shot at a playoff spot, whether it's a wild card spot, first or second wild card. Don't think they're gonna win the division well, like Yankees I said. Just but
1: tank somehow. I don't know how that's gonna happen. It's like
0: everyone gets injured on the Yankees again, and the backups Some.
1: don't be really good. <laughs>
0: yeah, they have a shot, and I think that's an important thing for Red Sox Nation right now is hope because with a Boston fan base, we're not accustomed to losing. We you can't tell us that we're not. I'm like contradicting everything I said last week. It's okay. But
1: it's much easier to be hopeful with the manager. It's much easier to be hopeful with the new deal, and it's much easier to be hopeful. You know, when I see prices stinking face being no, all happy, I, it's I, way easier to get rid that guy. I have to say, guy.
2: like, in terms of like feelings from last week to this week, I feel like everything has kind of gone gotten better. I mean, a little bit. Not a, not a not, lot. Not a lot. A but bit. I mean, the trade that we got better return a little bit. We finally have a manager who seems to know what he's doing, which is good. The manager yeah. instills confidence in me yeah. m-
1: more than anything. You know, and, and the trend of the MLB investigation with the rumors that instills a little bit of confidence in me. Um I very I still very much disagree with the Moogie Betts deal. I very much disagree with, you know, how much money we paid for Price. I just it's it's easier to be hopeful. That was right the
2: only now. way we could get it done though. I guess unfortunately.
1: What did yeah. bother me was when
2: Heim Bloom was like, "Oh, we're gonna be competing this year." Like, well, oh yeah, that's where I was kind of going. With that. Before the
0: New Deal, before the New Deal. No, it was after the New Deal. That was the press conference talking about the New Deal. Okay, all right. But that—that's kind of where I was going with what I was saying before. Is you can't like guarantee that we're gonna be competitive, but you can have hope that we're gonna be competitive. I think pro- that's the thing here. Is that's Heim Bloom yep. said, "Quote: We fully expect to compete in 2020." And I think that's a mistake. Saying that you fully expect to compete in 2020 after trading Mookie Betts, I don't think you can say that to your fans. This is what we said in the episode before this, before this deal actually happened, was ownership, Heimblum, can't go out there and say, we fully expect to compete in 2020, and that's exactly what he said word for word. I don't think that was the correct line. Otherwise, I think Heimblum handled himself awesomely in that press conference you really like him i, I love i love heim bloom he's just a, i mean the way that he speaks in the press conferences he sounds so smart he sounds like he knows what he's doing i mean which he is, is completely from different than hey, dave went Dembr- to yale he, dave dombrowski is what we're used to you have to keep that in mind he where he just I, makes stuff up
2: the problem with him like garen like like almost making a guarantee uh is, is that he made it to boston fans as fans of the boston red Sox, we're smart we have yes we are smart smart but we we have really high expectations. Yeah. And if the Red Sox have like sixty wins this year, I can already tell you people are going to be rioting in the streets. Like mm-hmm. yep, people are gonna want Can't him confirm. People are gonna want him gone. And I don't want him gone. He seems to know what he's doing. I mean
0: he handled the bets deal better than I think most GMs could. I would just like to point out one thing though. I don't think any of that was actually coming from Haim. He was reading off a sheet. All of this was from ownership. From the beginning of this all, ownership wanted to trade Mookie Betts. They brought in Heim Bloom to do that. They brought in Heim Bloom to figure out how they can do that and who they can get in return. Ownership told Heim Bloom what he should say, how he should handle it, and I don't I don't like the fans that are blaming Heim Bloom for anything. I don't think he should get any negative anything for this. This comes from ownership. And
2: yeah, he has to listen to, the, to his bosses. He can't yeah. just not do what
0: they Especially say. Especially being so new. Exactly. You don't have much pull. Exactly. So I, I don't blame Heimblum for anything at all. I think he did a great job in the press conference. I wish he didn't say that one line, but he <laughs> did before and after it say how they're planning for the future and they want to be competitive year in and year out. So, all right. He did fine.
1: This is a uh, This is a year out, I would say. I know that term means Stop. everything, but if you analyze yeah. it, I'd right. say that, you know, year in, year out, that this is a step back.
0: Uh, let's get to some uh, listener questions. Let's do get it. This. Can I read them? Absolutely not. No, it's, <sighs>
1: it's my job. It's Garrett's I'm one job. As he always does.
0: <laughs> Here we go.
1: Do the Red Sox still have Brock Holtz? <laughs> no, no, but they should. But they should. Please. We should get
0: please, it. Please. Please. Oh, can we talk about um, how Alex
2: Verdugo took his number? And that makes me really upset.
0: Yeah, Alex Verdugo took number 12. That is Brock's number. Mister, Mister, so, sir. two ways that I see this: one, Alex Verdugo just has no idea what Brock Holt is, and just took <laughs> his number, and like doesn't have any awareness of that. And when Brock comes back, he's just gonna be like, "Hey, buddy, that's my number." Hey, um, hey, bud, it's my number. Or the ownership was just like, "Yeah, Brock's not coming back. You can have his number." And that I don't I that makes don't me like sad. that. that makes like me when I first saw the news that he took number twelve, like that hurt.
1: Alright, thoughts on who will fill out the starting rotation? Oh, boy. <laughs> you want to do it? From Viola. Let's see. We got, we
2: got Sale. We got Erod. I yeah,
1: got so... I got got Sale. Right. What got you got
2: Erod.
0: Sale. Erod. Sale. Erod. Sale. Uh, let's see. Stop repeating a- yourself. I hate
1: <laughs> you. Alright, keep going. Sorry.
0: We got <laughs> Sale and Erod. Valdi. He'll probably be alright. Um, hmm. Martin Perez. So we have Sale, Price, and not... Oh, don't have Price. <laughs> oh, we have Purcell. Oh. Oh, wait. <laughs> we have three starting pitchers right now. <laughs> Martin Perez does not count. He is garbage. Uh, and we don't even have a fifth. We have no one as a fifth no, starter. No, Figure this
2: out. It says on the roster that Hector Velasquez is a starter.
0: <laughs> yep. Um. So to answer the question, mm. I have no idea. I think they're just going to stick with Martin Perez as their fourth starter because, I don't know. Hopefully that works out. And then they're likely do an opener thing, which also not a fan of, but whatever. Maybe they'll get there's not really many free agents out there. Maybe they'll get Buckholz. I don't know if I'd like that, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, we got a ton of questions. We yeah, let's firing. let's
0: keep going. Let's try to speed this up.
1: Um will they have Darwin's and Hernandez in the Fisk starter kind of an opener role? Um
0: hmm. well what they said is Darwin's Herna- Darwin's and Hernandez is a reliever. But the staff has talked about him starting again. That's what Reneke said. I think there is a decent shot that he becomes a starter again. But we saw him last year in the bullpen. His stuff is electric and it plays well in the bullpen. Um, he can He can be a late-inning reliever or he can be a shutdown starter. I think he has potential to be either one. It's just whatever direction they want to take it but I don't think they should do what they did with Nathan Ivaldi last season where they switch it up. No. Be like, you're going to be a starter. Oh, wait, no, you're going to be a reliever. You, you wait, no, to, you're back to starting. You need
2: to keep your pitchers in
0: one spot to help yeah. them build
2: confidence in themselves.
0: Pick one and stick with it. You can try it out in spring training, but when the season starts, pick one and stick with it. Yeah. He can be the opener every once in a while. I'm fine with that. But if you're going to make him a regular starter, make him a regular starter. If you're going to make him a bullpen guy, make him a bullpen
1: guy. Sounds pretty good to me. Um. Why the hell wouldn't we use a little bit of cap space to sign Brockstar? We don't sign know Brock Ka- Holt! We don't know K- Casey Cunningham. We wish we did.
0: Look, we are $16 million dollars under the luxury tax limit. That's Brock a, Holt Yeah, does not cost that much.
1: Next question. It's, uh. uh sign Brock Uh. Do who do you think will produce the most offense next year with the loss of Mookie? Bogarts.
0: Bogarts. J D. Yeah. Devers. Yeah. Bogarts. I think those three are gonna be. Or what JD. they were JD's last year. just very I'm very JD is JD. always offensively amazing. And Bogarts was fantastic last year. Yeah. I look at his it's like still. I looked at his stats the other day and I was like, "Whoa, he really was good." Yeah. Like last season, I wish we could have done
1: something with like that. <laughs> I Bogart's wish our pitching didn't suck. Yeah. Um who do you think we get next? Dozier, to Jean? I've never I I admit, Tay-wan. I've never heard of this guy. Oh, Taiwan Walker? Oh yeah, yeah. I think the
0: Mariners just signed him, so that's not going to happen. I don't want Brian Dozier. We have no need for him. We don't need infielders. Um, if we need anything on the field, it's just, outfield. If we're going to sign someone, sign Brock, Brock Holt. Holt. That's it. Next.
1: Uh, Can Devers or Xander be MVP candidates this season? I yeah, I think so. They I were guess last year that, that I'd can't say be again. I say Xander more often than, than Devers. It's just consistently consistency comes with age. I would say is the trend in most sports. Um. Devers is still young. Both Bogart of them are going to be a year older, older I, I than just, they were last year. How, how, Bogarts is, what, two, three years older?
0: Both of them are going to be a year older than they were last year. That's Thank you
1: so much for your great knowledge. <laughs> Will Jeter Brandt Downs play second base this year? We hope so.
0: No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. No, no, he no. won't. Oh. He'll play n- maybe this next year, year. Oh. at the earliest. Oh,
1: I did, sorry. I just yeah. went. I, I thought of it more of like a second <laughs> no, this base in general. question. Thing. People okay. have been
0: asking this. I don't think Jeter Downs is going to play this year in the major leagues. There's a shot maybe in like late August or September. He could get called up, but he's not going to be in starting contention for the second base job in the MLB this year. But I think he definitely has a shot next year in 2021. Um, if Especially if Mitch Moreland ends up leaving for real, we can have Chavis at, Chavis. Chavis at first or Chavis and left of that if that actually happens and Dahlbeck at first. But I think Jeter Downs definitely will have a starting second baseman roll either next year or if not the year after.
2: Do you think Dalbeck gets called up this year?
0: Absolutely. Hundred percent. Like there's no way that he doesn't get called up. He probably won't start the season with a major league club, but by like May, he'll probably get called up just like Chavis was last year.
1: Oh, what's your prediction on Verdugo? Stat prediction? Sure.
0: Probably I'd say two two eighties. Yeah, two eighties possibly he'll Confidence. hit two nineties. Um, probably like twenty, let's say to like twenty-seven to twenty-nine homers, and probably like 80, eighty RBIs. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we'll we got. That I on the think books. he's
0: gonna be good. I think he's gonna surprise Red Sox fans. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not a bad player at all.
1: Um, any realistic starters we could trade for?
0: Um, I the, haven't. The I Vooch know.
1: also changed his profile pic. I noticed it's nice. It's him as a baby, rocking out.
0: Cool. <laughs> good job. Um. I I don't really know who's available right now. Um, you don't really see too many significant spring training trades. And I don't know if we have anyone we can trade. I mean JBJ, but I don't think we can get a starter from him. I don't know. I really have no predictions for what the Red Sox are gonna do pitching wise. Heim Bloom hasn't done anything I've predicted so far pitching wise, and I don't I don't know what he's gonna do.
1: It's gonna be sore for us all season. Anyway, um Bryant O'Neill, Ron Enickey, good move. We I think so. Yeah.
2: You're Only an correct an move, Anik. I I'm, um, agree, I'm agreeing with him.
1: Uh, who do we think the fifth starter would be? We don't really what do you what do you think? Well, Could be
2: you.
0: <laughs> Could be me. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows.
1: What place do the Red Sox finish in the A, at least this system? This season. Third. You know
0: what? I'm gonna say second. Second place. They're gonna beat out the Rays.
1: It's not that that you're okay. Yeah. I um yep. <laughs> Mookie's always been well you don't want to answer this one Mookie's always been great and was epic but the epic. <laughs> but it was the year they cheated odds oh that his my numbers normalize
0: <laughs> 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 um shut up okay <laughs> stop Mookie Best did not cheat like come on
1: um he didn't cheat any more than we anybody ga- else we gave up Nomar in 2004 and then went on to win the chip I think Sox fans should relax and yeah. trust the Sox yep um the Vooch asks what's your honest record prediction? We talked about placement. What is give me on camera, on film? I can't speak. Tell 80, me what it is.
2: 88 and 64. That's not correct. That's
0: not a correct outcome. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say how many wins. 88. Um I say 86 to 88. 78 78. 78. Mm-hmm. 78.
1: It was okay. 70 like 2 last week. Last week? Yeah. What do you mean? My prediction was like 72 last week. Yeah, but I uh, didn't mean it's right. That, okay, well, I'm a little bit more optimistic. By six whole games, Jason. Eight plus, yeah. Okay, no, that's no. pretty much it. How many years till we win the division?
0: How many years till we win the division? The we'll Yankees want,
1: are very good. We'll,
2: we'll win, win it next year. I don't know about that one. but
0: Okay, uh, no, wait. 2022. 2022, will win the division.
2: Okay.
1: I, I, next you know, year, I we'll be that.
0: good. Next year, we'll be up there, competing for it.
1: Do you think the Sox should bring back Alex Cora?
0: <sighs> no. Honestly? No.
1: No. no. I don't not with all I the media should. crap? Absolutely not. And with all all this garbage, there's no way you're going to go in and deal with every team going, this team's a bunch of cheaters, even though they all did it. I don't know.
0: I need his name to be cleared a little bit more before I can say bring him back. I mean, he's a good manager. Um, players love him. Ownership loves him. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't think you can fire a guy for being involved in this thing and then rehire him in a couple of years when it kind of settles down or gets fades away a little bit. I just don't think that looks good for an organization and I don't think that's the correct move. I agree. I agree.
1: Cool. Why aren't we signing guys like Sam Dyson, Cody Allen, Tony Siragani, Taewon Walker, and re-signing Brock Holt or even signing Addison Russell?
0: Okay, Addison Russell is not a good you. person. Just, just so we get that clear. <laughs> not not good. Um, didn't we have a
1: TED Talk a couple... Didn't I have a TED Talk about how domestic abuse is bad a couple weeks ago?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you did.
1: Domestic abuse is bad.
0: Yeah. So, no. We're not going to get Addison Russell. Sam Dyson I just threw out. Probably get yeah, him. Sure, whatever. Um, Taiwan Walker signed by the Mariners, whatever. And who was the other guy?
1: Uh, Cody Allen.
0: Cody Allen is not good. Also, <laughs> Tony... Oh, Tony Sigrani, yeah. Um, eh. it's good. None of those names really excite me, but there's no names out there that do. So.
1: <laughs> Fair. All right. That's all the questions. Thanks, guys.
0: Joey, um, he's at the airport on his way to Ireland. <laughs> he, didn't so issue a written he was going to call in, but he decided to issue I'll a written just, statement. i read kinda, it in no, his I voice. No, I want to see what his vo- impression of Joey is. Come on. Here you go. Hey. Here is the official written statement from Joey Nagel on the state of the Red Sox.
1: Yo, dogs. What's good? It's Joey. I'm about to party in Ireland again. Ron Reddick, was a good manager choice. I like his experience, and I like that he's is <clears throat> approached closer and announced that pitchers will not be limited in spring training. <clears throat> that would be nice. If we had a full rotation, it's neither here nor there. Alex Verdugo is cool, but shouldn't have taken Brock's number. But Brock is going to come back, and we're 10, to honor section 10, so it's all good. You are a nerd. I'm currently on a plane in the middle seat. This old lady next to me just farted. Go Sox. We're going to surprise some people this year.
0: That was the whole thing. Thanks, Joey. Official statement from Joey. Boom sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I agree with most of that.
2: All right. So Kevin Pilar.
0: Kevin Um, He is like JBJ, but better. Uh, less infuriating and um I like Kevin blair a lot when you watch him for the blue Jays out there in the outfield diving like Superman style or climbing up walls it's like jbj but he can actually kind of hit I love his effort level I think that I think his effort like the amount of heart he puts into the game fits so well in Boston he's the kind of player you want on your team and he's the kind of player we're gonna have on our team because Red sox are signing him to a one-year deal Major league deal. So. I also think he like Segway was great. Yeah. He
2: fits like that seven or six or seven role really nicely in the ro- in the um lineup too, I think, which is something that we necessarily didn't necessarily have. Because like you can't it make Vasquez. Seven or eight. You can't make Vasquez bat like sixth. Like that's that's a stretch. Think he
0: should be lower? Yeah. I have Vasquez in the five hole. Oh god. Jesus really That was one of the questions that for some reason you didn't read. I remember. One of them asked what do you see the lineup being? Like, what's your lineup projection? I don't know why you didn't read that, but I'm going to answer the question that wasn't actually asked.
1: Um, I say I the feel, best... I don't feel appreciated at all. My paycheck's low. <laughs> this guy makes fun of me. Guys,
2: we haven't been fed in days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, the Benet- reason we're so pale is we've been stuck in here this <laughs> yeah. entire time.
0: Ben Attendee or Verdugo leading off. And then you have Devers in two-hole. Um, JD third. Bogarts fourth. Fifth. I'd say Vasquez or Moreland. You can switch those between 5th and 6th. I forgot. Wait, no. No, I'm right. 7th, you have Chavis um, or Dahlbeck, whoever that works out. 8th, you have, I guess, Pilar or JBJ, whoever's out there. And then ninth, you have Verdugo. Almost as like a second leadoff hitter, which I'm a big fan of. So, that's my lineup. Let's talk about the MLB proposed playoff changes.
1: Let's... Oh, yeah, I
0: have. This makes, makes me so angry. Here are the idiotic playoff changes that hey, Rob Manfred hey, hey, is trying to push. Reserve judgment. Sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Quote, reserve judgment. Thank
0: Here you. are the playoff proposed. changes that the MLB has proposed. So they are going to change it from five teams to seven teams that make the playoffs in each league because you want everyone included. And then no more wild card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First round will be best two out of three.
1: Oh Jesus! And I hate that.
0: Here's where it gets uh, a little dicey. Um, top seed in each league gets a bye, and teams with the best records pick their yeah, opponent I saw that. Pick. live on air, reality <laughs> TV show style. This is not the NBA All Star Game.
2: Stop ruining it by trying to change everything. This is not The Bachelor.
1: This
0: is baseball. <laughs> Bachelor no, give me. Th- hey, hey, hey,
1: hey! Don't crap talk The Bachelor. Bachelor's a good show.
0: I don't want a reality TV show style pick your opponent who you want to
2: play in baseball. I do not want the Yankees to be like, and I give the rose to... The Oakland Athletics,
1: and then they all cheer. Seriously. They all stand up. Let's go! Like, let's go! What
0: is it going to be like? Brian Cashman and like hein yeah, Bloom who, And Blumenstein by a fireplace? No, 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 no!
2: It's going to be like LeBron James Giannis style from the uh, NBA All Star Game. Also, oh, it's
0: going to be like Aaron Judge standing up there with his tooth gap, being like, oh, "I want to play that." No, 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 no. The A's. It's it's, it's going to be Luke. <laughs> it's going to be Luke Voigt. He's going to be pimping with his
1: his stupid chain, and he's going to be like, "Luke Voigt said something. He said he's like the healthiest he's been in years. He's ready to Best go." Best shape dogs, in my life, yeah.
2: everybody. Or, or maybe they'll put Gary. Gary Sanchez up there, and he'll tear off his pants in the middle of the
1: middle of the yeah. selecting. You, you should
2: give the you should the the give the context
0: of that.
1: I'm gonna find no. We actually shouldn't. Let me let me. These
0: this. proposed playoff changes are ridiculously <laughs> dumb. What is this? Why
2: are half the teams from each league making the playoffs? Because That's it's
1: more Stuart
0: fun, buried. bro. TV
2: ratings. No, because then it's gonna go into November, and like I'm sorry, but by November I want to watch football.
1: Nah, baseball. No, bro. Nah. wrong. Nah,
2: you're telling me you would rather watch baseball on like
1: You're on a baseball
0: podcast. You no, know, I'm. So- I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah,
1: November is th- a little late.
0: No, <laughs> it's cold well, outside. Wait a second. I don't agree with this either. <laughs> <laughs> wait a wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're arguing the same thing here. This is bad. We don't like this. No, that's it's the stupid. Theme here. It's stupid. Rob Manfred, stop trying to put in all these like fancy little things. Oh, let's have a reality TV show thing. We don't want that. We want baseball playoffs to be fun. We don't want half the half each of the leagues making it. We like the wild card game. It's exciting.
1: I hate the wild card game.
0: Whatever, not the point. <laughs> top seed. We don't want the top seed getting a bye.
2: No, that's Didn't stupid. Didn't they
0: just change the playoff format a couple years ago? Well, they added the second wild card game. Or the second wild card team, I mean. Yeah, so, like, why are you, like, not stop? Trying, trying to make change, change everything. It. It's fine. It's baseball. Let us have the game that we like. I don't want to turn on my TV, see all these guys in suits being like, I want to play the 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 Marlins.
1: Yeah, the Marlins. Let's go. On, and then they all leave. And we it's we like all know, know that's unreal. They, they have
0: like see. a small little like crowd in studio. Like, yes. yeah. They would. Well, it'd like it'd be the
2: they'll be draft when they have like all the fans like. Like up the wall a little bit. Mm-mm.
0: No,
1: it would just be theater. It would be like when they choose um when they choose the teams for March Madness. So they get the entire team there in their little conference room. All the guys who you know are skipping class or they they miss their Swahili class, but it doesn't matter. They got a one hundred <laughs> anyway. They,
2: <laughs> they, <laughs> Tell us how
1: you really feel. I, I know I know a school that does that. The most overrated yo freaking coach of all time. Anyway, are you um, talking about Duke? Shut up. They, it would be that. So it would be sitting in a conference room. So you would have Aaron Judge, and you have Garen Sanchez, and you have all the, all the Yankees players, and you, would, you have Flares, and you have the coach up there just sitting, I'd like to play the Oakland Athletics. And then they all stand up, Yeah, let's go. We knew what was going on the entire time. We're the number one team we know already. No one's going to change anything. We knew who we were picking. We had a team meeting about an hour ago. They served us chicken nuggets for free. <laughs> okay, we well, know what's going on. This is not a surprise, but they all just going to stand up and cheer anyway. Okay.
2: Stupid. The thing I'm most mad about with this is that I'm confused, to be honest. Yeah, it's... This this just makes no sense.
1: I don't know why. Speaking of things that confuse me... Yeah. Gary Sanchez, quote, I can tell you this. If I hit a home run and send my team to the World Series, they can rip my pants off. They can rip anything...
2: So that's in reference to me saying earlier how if Gary Sanchez was picking the Oakland Athletics, he would then he would then rip off his pants. No, in they're going to rip off his pants. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He's they gonna can. Ha- they
1: have full. They. He is that part of them. the reality TV show? Part of it? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what the viewers want to see: Gary, San- Gary Sanchez in his like tidy whitey baseball <laughs> pants. <laughs> this is such a stupid idea.
0: Speaking of stupid ideas, let's talk about the MLB rule changes for 2020. That were released.
1: This is one of our first episodes. This was the second episode we argued about these.
0: I don't think that's right. No, it is right. Guarantee you know it. I know that. I just remember. Okay. Um, I don't trust Carrie. The second re-
1: episode I was on, so maybe the third.
0: I whatever. Anyways, three batter minimum. Pitchers must face three batters. I like that.
1: I don't mind that much. I don't. I don't, mind it I don't all.
0: think it's a bad thing. I don't mind at all. So, last year there were two thousand one hundred sixty-two pitching appearances of three batters or fewer. But 1,471 of those ended innings. So in 2,430 games in the MLB, this rule would have gone into effect 691 times.
1: The the inning thing is what bothers me. Yeah, if I, I remember correctly, it it carries the inning. Does the inning? No. Does the inning so cut it off? You must
0: face three batters until either you get the uh, three batters out or three batters reach base, or the inning ends, or there's an injury. Okay. See, I don't an
1: have any issue with that no, at no, all. No. I like the
2: fact that it ends after an injury. That makes sense to me. Or not an injury after the inning ends. That makes sense. Yes, yeah, I don't see a problem with I, that. I
1: like that rule, uh, and that's the point of contention. It doesn't. If you if you're an athlete playing a sport, go play the sport. <laughs> stop whining to your coach. Not whining, but stop making your coach oh, free my come arm out. hurts. I and can't also, throw. baseball pitchers—they they get injured. They get injured all the time. Like, oh, I have this blister on yeah. my thumb. I can't That's... pitch well. They get injured all the time. There's nothing stopping you from just coming out of the game. Nothing. My problem with it is it takes away like lefty
0: specialists, or it takes some away. Takes away some of that strategy.
1: The game's too long. It's gotta. You gotta cut corners. Not cut yeah. corners, but you gotta. You gotta. I mean, it's like when you're making a cookie. And you put the little shaping thing on. So we have our like three hour window and it's a gingerbread man. It's that stuff on the outside that you just got to get rid of because you have the, You need the game. You need the gingerbread man to be a, a good looking gingerbread man. But you got to get rid of the outside stuff like like the three Price, the, the freaking like extra Price hour.
2: Fifty seconds to yeah. throw a pitch. Exactly. Like you need to analogy worked out. well. Well, and you know it. I think they should have a pitch clock. I agree.
1: They do. Don't they, they don't. They do in the minors. Yeah, They do in the minors. Yeah.
2: I think, I think the next generation of baseball will have it.
0: Just give me yeah. a pitch clock yeah. and
1: don't enforce it. Just give me a pitch clock to make the pitchers angry or something. Well, give me a pitch clock, the clock theory- to at least make them speed up a little bit.
0: Well, if they have the pitch clock in the minors, players, pitchers are going to like go up yeah. through the minors yeah. used to that. They're going to pitch faster naturally. So, I mean, if you think about it, David Price takes long, but he's a veteran. He's been around the game a while, so he's used to taking that long. These younger players who grew up in the minor leagues with this pitch clock, pitch faster so I think it's already working Um, other things they added 26 man rosters
1: that's only up by one though right
0: yes that's fine From 25 to 26 it's a big deal Jason yeah I don't have a problem with it they still have a 13 pitcher max Um, they have other minor stuff like 2A players now have a specific designation or whatever position players pitching um, they can only come in after the ninth inning if it goes into extra innings or if the team is up or down by 6 runs which is fine um, when you have a double header, it's twenty seven men instead of twenty six from before. Um, mm-hmm. They also have pitchers don't have a ten day IL anymore, fifteen, which is good. So position players can still have ten, which makes sense, but pitchers have to be fifteen, which makes a lot of sense. I'm interested the way the deal, the way
1: IL, excuse me, yeah, the way it works in baseball is very intriguing.
0: And managers have 20 seconds to decide whether they want to challenge a play yeah, instead good. of 30. Good. good. That, that needs to That's happen. Good. I'm tired of the... Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's check it. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, no, on. We're, good, we're good.
2: We're good. You didn't wait 30 seconds, Gary. You got to wait until the
1: exact 30th second. We the they always do. The replay <laughs> stuff in sports is getting out of hand in every single sport. Yeah. So, I don't know
0: what the solution is, but they got to figure it out. This
1: needs, this needs to be said. There was, a, uh, there was a Syracuse game a couple weeks ago, and I God don't remember on. who they're playing, but it was very tight at the end. Um, Syracuse was down by... There was barely any time left. The ball was so close to the the baseline or the sideline that they didn't know if it was out or not. So it was like 1.7 seconds on the clock or 0.3 seconds on the clock. Syracuse is going to have the ball either way. They didn't know which one was right, so they split it in half and then added that amount of... Se- like, they split the gain in half and added that.
2: So it was, like, a
1: one second instead So of they three. added half of what it would have been because they didn't know which one it was. It's the same thing in hockey with the stupid offsides rev- reviews. Yeah. It's the same thing in baseball where you can stand there like this, just sitting there with your hand up, just waiting for your guy to check it in his own replay room. It's, it's so stupid. And
0: then the replay itself takes, like, five minutes. It's exactly. ridiculous. What I think should happen is if you can't make a definitive decision within like a certain like few replays like if you can't see the replay a couple times and know okay it's this
1: then don't overturn the call just see it's not every, obvious enough see every because it's baseball yeah, and it, you're baseball looking for contact human error. well not even as much as some other sports you're looking to see if the glove tagged the runner check one two three four angles wherever however many they have just get maybe two guys on it. You each yeah. get an angle, and bam, bam. Stop some done. of the
0: nitpicking. Like, oh, the, the lace of his glove grazes the little like clothing of his jersey or the little cloth of his jersey. Yeah, like that's come on.
1: Well, it's just if if it's what's the point of the replay? It's to miss the obvious ones. Yeah. So that's what it's there it's for. Fundamentals.
0: It's not to nitpick and pick out like this tiny little thing. Oh, his finger came off the bag in this fraction of a second. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Or when so, they slide
1: over the bag and sometimes like their belly's off, but their their shin is like like barely comes off before their foot touches. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. I guess the rule changes are fine. Nothing
0: crazy. I for the most part I think they're pretty good. Not as stupid as the playoff changes that they're proposing. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> so we are going to be going back to every single week we'll have episodes. Um probably. Hopefully. Um, with spring training starting. Next week we'll be doing a like spring training themed episode we'll talk about our predictions what to expect who to look for who to watch um so that'll be next week this is our last episode of the off season technically so um yeah it was not great it was over. (laughs) it was it was something thanks for listening that's our episode this week see you next week thanks everyone goodbye